Welcome to A Raw Perspective, A Fresh Point of View. I'm your host, Richard Anthony Wallace, on another jammed, action-packed edition of another quarantine style of this podcast. I want to give a shout-out to everybody that reached out to me on the last podcast in regards to the second anniversary of the passing of my father. Appreciate the kind words, love, and support. Couldn't do any of this without you all. Give me the necessary strength to keep moving forward, so I appreciate each and every single one of you. I appreciate those that say that they listen to the podcast, um, and I'm going to keep it going. So, if you aren't familiar, I do have a Facebook page that you can like. You can go to www.facebook.com slash Perspective to click that like button and keep up to date with all things podcast related about a raw perspective. And if you feel free to tip a brother, there's a tip jar beneath this episode and all the previous episodes. Uh, It does cost a little bit of money to run this podcast. So any tips are greatly appreciated. Uh, Thank you so much for your love and support. So, before I get started with the initial topic about Thanksgiving, I want to give a shout out to my Premier League team, Tottenham Hotspur, being top of the table as of right now, means that they are first place in the English Premier League, it's the first time since 2014 that they have been top of the league, and we beat Man City 2-0, or for those that are American and don't give crap about football, which they call soccer, 2-0. I am very excited with this team. Should do a podcast about them, but I will save that for a time and season. But shout out to Tottenham Hotspur. NBA free agency is going on as well. That might be my next talk. Probably will be my next talk once the, the dust settles and clears. I get to talk about that. All right. With that being said, Thanksgiving. It is coming up this Thursday. And it's going to be the most interesting Thanksgiving known to mankind. Because this is a Thanksgiving where we have a pandemic. (laughs) If people do not follow the CDC, more people will probably be dead by Christmas. Uh... Not sure if you have read the CDC's Thanksgiving list about not doing Thanksgiving with many different family members and friends. They didn't say don't do Thanksgiving. They just said don't have a whole bunch of people at your house that you haven't been around for Thanksgiving. (laughs) But obviously people do not listen. And this is why we're still in the same situation that we are today. And... Unfortunately, people will probably be dead because they wanted to get some turkey and watch a little bit of football, the American football, and it's it's not worth it. (laughs) And then after Thanksgiving, you got Black Friday where everybody's trying to get a new deal on everything. We I, I don't understand. It's just the logic in my brain. How are people still 
able to just, oh yeah, I'm just going to go Black Friday shopping. We're in the midst of the pandemic. People have lost their jobs. They don't have a source of income. And people are like, whatever, I'm going to get this PlayStation 5. It just, I don't know. Are people selfish? People don't care? Who knows? It's just hot-ass mess. And fortunately, there is a vaccine that is in the works. 95% effective, according to Pfizer. And hopefully that gets leveled out soon. And we can be past this pandemic because... I'm tired. I feel like everybody else is tired. Everybody is mentally fatigued, emotionally fatigued, technology fatigued, just fatigued, just tired, y'all. And with these upcoming holidays that happen in the wintertime indoors, where individuals, they live across the United States, but particularly those in the state of Illinois, we live in a colder situation, more people are going to be inside. With more people inside, we are more susceptible to illnesses. And that's not a good look for this upcoming holidays. So, again, if you are going to take this risk, please be safe. Uh, it's I know it, it sucks. We'd love to be around family during the holidays, but I'd rather see y'all live than... Watching a Zoom funeral. I've seen too many of those Zoom funerals. It's it's not good. <sighs> Anyways. I'm just going to give the recommendation for the CDC. If you are going to be doing that. Particularly with travel. If you are traveling. Please check the travel restrictions before you go. If you haven't done so already. Please go get a flu shot before you travel. Always wear a mask in public settings, whether you're in public transportation or when people are around you who don't live with you. I even wear a mask when I walk the dog because I just want to make sure that I'm doing my part. I know we are outside, but I don't know y'all when I'm walking this dog on the trail. I'm just trying to do my due diligence in helping everybody else when I can. <sighs> So please wear a mask. Uh, stay six feet a minimum apart from anybody, especially if they don't live with you. Uh, wash your hands or use hand sanitizer. This should be a given. Avoid touching your mask, eyes, nose, mouth. Bring extra supplies such as mask and hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer and know when to delay your travel. <sighs> wear a mask with two layers or two or more layers to help protect yourself from others from COVID-19. Make sure you wear the mask over your nose and mouth and secure it on your chin. And make sure that the mask fits snugly against the side of your face. <sighs> so the best way to attend a Thanksgiving gathering would be celebrating it virtually or People that you live with. If you choose to attend a gathering. Uh, make sure your celebration is safer. 
Bring your own food, drink, plates, cups, utensils, wear a mask safely, store it in your mask. Store your mask while you're eating and drinking. Avoid going in and out of areas where food is being prepared or handled, such, like, such as in the kitchen, and use single-use options like salad dressing, condiment packets, and disposable items like food containers, plates, and utensils. Uh, I don't know what else to say, like other Thanksgiving activities that you can do. Uh, just virtual meal with family that don't live with you. Watch TV, play games with people in your household. And if you're going to do shopping, do it online. Uh, do contactless service. That, that, that's all I'm going to say about Thanksgiving in the midst of a pandemic. But everybody else is grown, make grown decisions. You do what you're going to do. But I digress. I'm not sure if people are familiar with the history of Thanksgiving. Everybody thinks Thanksgiving's origins is with the indigenous people of America when they when the pilgrims came to Plymouth for religious freedom and everything was hunky dory, everybody was happy and they had good old turkey. I just want to debunk any myths about Thanksgiving and give you the true history about Thanksgiving. Uh, so I'm not here to rain on your Thanksgiving Day Parade. But the story of the first Thanksgiving, as most Americans have taught it, is the pilgrims and Native Americans gathered together. This famous feast, this turkey, it's not really accurate. Thanksgiving facts and fiction have blended together for years. So much like gravy and mashed potatoes and separating those type of facts and fictions has been pretty complicated. Uh, you can definitely blame American education with the details often so abridged, softened, or out of context. It makes it completely false. It's almost like a children's book. I know there was like a television special I remember this vividly. It was like the mouse on the Mayflower. Um, like, I remember this as a child. It was played, but it was terrible because it was misinformation of a generation. And then it was like a bunch of cringeworthy stereotypes. So, it was just... Just, ugh. Just bad. But hey, that's American Higher Education. Um, well, American education is in a nutshell, and you'll see why we are last in, like, science and math and all things that just, we need to fix our broken education system, but, uh, too busy doing other things, so. Anyway, back to the myths. Want to make sure that individuals know that this Thanksgiving, the, well, how Thanksgiving started, the timeline is pretty relative. So the Mayflower, everybody knows the ship, did bring pilgrims to North America from Plymouth, England in 1620. And then they disembarked as what is now called Plymouth, Massachusetts. So that's where they set up the colony. And then in 1621, they celebrated a successful harvest with three-day gathering that were attended by a 
by members of the Wampanoag tribe. And it's from this we derive Thanksgiving as we know it. But it wasn't until 1830s that this Thanksgiving was called the first Thanksgiving by New Englanders who looked back and thought it would resemble their version of the holiday. That's what we get. The holiday wasn't really made official until 1863 when Abraham Lincoln declared it as a kind of thank you from the Civil War's victory in Vicksburg, Mississippi, and Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Beyond that, claiming it was the first Thanksgiving isn't quite right either, as both Native Americans and European societies had been holding festivals to celebrate successful harvests for centuries. But people don't want to know. People don't know that. Thank textbooks. Uh, so, a prevalent opposing point of view is that the first Thanksgiving stemmed from the massacre of the Pequot people in 1637, which is a culmination of the Pequot War. While this is true that a day of Thanksgiving was noted in the Massachusetts Bay and the Plymouth Colonies afterwards, it's not accurate to say that it was the basis of today's Thanksgiving as we know it. And Plymouth was already a village with like clear fields, springs where when the pilgrims had found it. A lovely place to settle. Why was it available? Because every single native person who had been there, living there, was a corpse. Because obviously European settlers brought plagues that wiped out the indigenous people of the land. That's why it's like, oh, here's the land. Where did it come from? It's so great. Early English settlers. Oh, disease. Kill folks. And it wasn't just about the religious freedoms. Um, it's been taught that the, ping the pilgrims came because they were seeking religious freedoms, which is not entirely true. The pilgrims had religious freedom in Holland, where they arrived in the early 17th century, like those who settled in Jamestown, Virginia, I believe back in 1607, the Pilgrims came to North America to make money. Because when people are colonizing areas, it's like, ooh, new opportunity. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Just gotta think about it. <laughs> it was for money, y'all. Not for religious purposes. They were also coming here to establish a religious theocracy, which they did. That's not exactly the same as coming here for religious freedoms. It's kind of coming here against religious freedoms, if you think about it. Um, also, the pilgrims never called themselves pilgrims. They were separatists. <laughs> uh, the term pilgrims didn't surface until, I believe, the late 1800s. Um, and then there's no evidence that the indigenous people were invited. Possibly the most common misconception is that the pilgrims extended an invitation to the Native Americans for helping them reap the harvest. The truth of how they all ended up feasting together is pretty unknown. Um, so the English written records does not mention the invitation, and Wampanoag oral tradition does not seem to reach back to this event. But there are reasons the Wampanoag leader could have been there. Um, his people had been planning on the other side of the brook from the colony. Another possibility is that after his harvest was gathered, he called, um, made a diplomatic call. It's true that the celebration was an exceptional cross-cultural moment with 
food, games, and prayer. The deadly conflicts that came after, though, created an uncurrent that is pretty much glossed over. Still, you might might as well take shards of fairness and idealism and find them in our past and recognize that we give credit to them. So, whoop-de-doo. Everybody from history class would be like, oh, Squanto. Squanto was the, the person that that bridged the gap between the pilgrims and the Native Americans. Um, I believe his name is Tisquantum, which is known as Squanto. He did play a large role in helping the pilgrims as the American children. So all of us were taught. His people, the Paleks, a band of the Wampanoag tribe, had lived on the site where the pilgrims had settled. When they arrived... He became a translator for them in diplomacy and trade with other native people and showed them the most effective method for planting corn and the best locations to fish. That's usually where this lesson ends, but that's just a fraction of his story. If you didn't know, Squanto was captured by the English back in 1614 and later sold into slavery in Spain. <laughs> he spent several years in England, that's where he learned English. Then he returned to New England in 1619, only to find his entire Polydex tribe dead from the smallpox. And then he met the pilgrims back March, I believe, 1621. Another common misconception about Thanksgiving, there is no evidence that a turkey was served. <laughs> Poor turkeys to this day. Like, why? I don't know why, but... According to actual history, there was no mention of a turkey being at the 1621 bounty, and there was no pumpkin pie. So, you know, settlers lacked butter and wheat flour for a crust, and they had no oven for baking. So what is known that the pilgrims harvest crops, and the Wampanoag brought five deer. Their primary source of writing about wild turkey being abundant in the area that fall Yet, they do not specifically mention if they were at the first Thanksgiving. You know, experts will agree that there were certainly some wildfowl, probably like goose, duck, or turkey, served along with venison brought by native men, as those are the only foods explicitly mentioned. However, there's no direct evidence proving that turkey was in fact served. So, the menu would have looked like this. It would have been cornmeal, pumpkin, succotash, and cranberries. There were no sweet potatoes in North America at the time. Contrary to popular belief, there were about 90 native people in attendance, almost double the number of pilgrims by some account. Those are some of the common misconceptions of Thanksgiving. But everybody's like, oh yeah, Thanksgiving. We had peace. Between the Native Americans and the Pilgrims. There was no peace. It was just some random ass dinner that came out of nowhere. And they ate. <laughs> that That's pretty much what had transpired. I don't know how else to describe it. I'm not a historian. Um, just use these notes from... What is this source? So I can source my people. The New York Times had a little tidbit. Um, regarding 
Thanksgiving. Uh, now you know the true history of Thanksgiving. So, make sure if you are going to participate in Thanksgiving this year, please stay safe. Eat with people with, that you only know. Don't go nowhere. If you're going to do Black Friday shopping, do it online. Just chill. Don't do anything else. And just hold out. Like, we are almost to a vaccine. We just got to be patient now. I know this year sucks. We had many different plans. But, we, we yet yeah, here we are. Hopefully, people are staying at home, staying safe. But, the way that my Instagram is looking, y'all living y'all best lives. They say, Corona gonna get me one way or another. I don't care. I'm gonna party to this day. So, y'all do you. Yeah, I pray that you and your loved ones are safe during this unprecedented time. I don't want none of my people getting sick. Um, going to the ICU for things that could have been preventable. Again, wear a mask, wash your hands, keep your distance, and stay safe. With that being said, my name is Richard Anthony Wallace. This is a raw perspective. Peace. Pop, 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 pop